When common sense takes a back seat to mainstream media talking points and social media headlines, it's time for a reality check. It's time for a dose of the facts. This is the John Muir Show. Good morning, John Muir Show. It is 8.41 a.m. on Wednesday morning. And during yesterday's weekly discussion on Wisconsin politics with the MacGyver Institute's Brett Healy, we noted that various Wisconsin counties are either considering or implementing measures that greatly expand the power of county health officials. And Brett had listed some examples of Wisconsin counties who are doing such things. Uh, on this program, we had previously discussed the case in Marathon County, where county officials have sought to fine people up to $25,000 if they do not go along with the terms of a county safer at home order. There's also an instance for us to highlight in our WTAQ listening area, and that would be a case out of Winnebago County. The county board has been considering a measure that would allow the enforcement of a county safer at home order. Uh, currently, such an order can be issued at the local level, uh, but punishment cannot be dished out under that order. Uh, but if the county board signs off on the appropriate changes, then... The case would be that punishment could be handed out if someone violates a safer-at-home order that might be in place. So essentially what this would do is it would allow law-abiding U.S. citizens, law-abiding Wisconsinites, to be fined and or jailed for engaging in traditionally mundane, lawful activities for simply exercising their constitutional rights. You see, with these stay-at-home orders or safer-at-home orders that we've seen in various places throughout the United States in recent months, uh, these simply are authoritarian orders. And, and, and what we're seeing now with various Wisconsin counties... Uh, talking about making changes on their books uh, to allow these safer-at-home orders to be enforced with, with fines or, or jail sentences if someone violates one of these county safer-at-home orders. Well, it just goes to show you how much various government officials, uh, elected and non-elected alike, here in the state of Wisconsin, truly enjoyed the recent power trips that they went on during the Wuhan virus response. I, I, I mean, when you see various county officials doing this, pushing to say, yeah, let's, let's make changes in our county and, and let's make it so we can enforce any county safer at home or so that we can find people, so that we can massively find people, so that we can throw them in jail if we want. I, I mean, the fact that that is taking place just goes to show you 
how much various government officials in the state enjoyed their recent power trips. And, and, and now they're just trying to take it to a whole other level. Or, or maybe in other cases, you're talking about government officials in the state of Wisconsin who did not go on one of these power trips during the China virus response, but they saw what other government officials in the state were doing and said, well, well, that sure looks like a lot of fun. I, I mean, look at the power that someone like a Tony Evers or, or an Andrea Palm had during the spring. Well, going forward, if there's an opportunity for, for me as a county official to have that sort of power, well, I absolutely want it. I, I mean, this just shows you how much some of these government officials in the state, state level, local level, how much they enjoy acting out authoritarian desires. See, we, of course, had various safer-at-home orders in the state of Wisconsin over the past few months. Uh, first, we had the unconstitutional, later unlawful, safer-at-home order from our Democrat Governor Tony Evers and his administration. And then after the constitutionalist majority of the Wisconsin Supreme Court rightfully struck down that Evers order, uh, well then, uh, you had various counties and municipalities putting safer-at-home orders in place. So we saw various unconstitutional safer-at-home orders in the state of Wisconsin over the past few months. And each and every one of those government officials who put those safer-at-home orders in place, who went violating people's constitutional rights, each and every one of them, you know what they should be doing right now? They should be apologizing. They should be apologizing to the people that they are supposed to be looking out for that they failed so miserably. They should be apologizing. These people, they got it wrong. Things with the China virus here in the state of Wisconsin, they were never anywhere close to as bad as various government officials claimed that it would be. And it never was going to be anywhere near as bad as people like Evers and Palm said it would be in Wisconsin. Regardless what action was taken or was not taken, it was never going to be as bad as what people like Evers and Palm said. They were blowing things out of proportion. We've learned that the Evers administration lied to us, the people of Wisconsin, when they rolled out their attempted justification for the statewide safer-at-home order back in March. We learned they lied. The things they said about the spread of the disease, they didn't even believe it themselves. They knew that they were blowing it out of proportion, claiming it spread way quicker than it did, uh, just because they wanted to try and justify this unconstitutional order that they were putting in place. Things were never that bad. There was never a wave that came through the state of Wisconsin as they claimed. So when you hear stuff about, oh, watch out for a second wave in Wisconsin, we never had the first wave. <laughs> for goodness sake. So the numbers never justified it. The actual science never justified it when it came to these safer-at-home orders. 
And at the end of the day, as the show noted all along, regardless of the numbers, sure, the numbers show there was no justification, but regardless of the numbers, there is absolutely no circumstance where it's acceptable to go violating the constitutional rights of law-abiding U.S. citizens. And, of course, these orders do violate the rights, the constitutional rights of law-abiding U.S. citizens, meaning they are totally unacceptable at all times. So, these government officials who put these safer-at-home orders in place, they got it wrong. And their getting it wrong has been incredibly consequential for the people of this state. It has ruined this state's economy from within. And again, it has deprived the entire law-abiding population of their constitutional rights. So since these people got it wrong, the least they could do is apologize to us. Not saying that ends it, makes it all right, no. But that's the least they could do is apologize. But they're not. No. Uh, Instead of admitting that they were wrong, uh, instead of admitting what they did was wrong, uh, a lot of these people, they are now doubling down on their failures. Uh, They're pretending that they handle things properly. And in the case of various county officials in the state, they're acting like these failures of recent months is some sort of a justification for them putting in place more severe measures uh, that would allow them to replicate this harmful behavior going forward. Uh, We can't let that happen. Uh, What we saw, these government failures at the state level, at the local level, uh, during the China virus, we cannot let that become the norm during pandemics. Or at any time where crippling the economy would be advantageous politically for members of the ruling class. In this case, oh, People like Tony Evers and Andrea Palm, leftists like them, oh, they loved the opportunity to do Wisconsin's part in ruining this nation's economy. Uh, Just because they wanted to hurt Donald Trump in his re-election bid in an election year. They loved what they got to do. They, They viewed it as politically expedient. But of course... Uh, What's politically expedient to people like Tony Evers and Andrew Palm certainly does not justify ruining this entire state's economy and depriving all the law-abiding folks in the state of their rights. Uh, The people who have put these orders in place, uh, these stay-at-home and these safer-at-home orders in recent months, people at various levels of government, Democrats and Republicans alike throughout this country— All of those people, this applies. They do not deserve more power. Uh, Rather, they belong out of power. They deserve to be recalled. They deserve to be voted out the next chance there is. These people belong out of power before they can go hurting our communities once again. All right. So we're talking about the latest on the China virus. Yesterday, there was a Democrat-led House hearing on the Trump administration's response to the China virus, which has been a much better response than the responses we were just noting. Uh, The Trump administration's response did not involve the destruction of this nation's economy. 
and it did not involve violating any law-abiding U.S. citizens' constitutional rights. So, a couple of big pluses for the Trump administration uh, that you cannot say about various state and local officials. But you had this Democrat-led House hearing on the Trump administration's China virus response. Once again, congressional Democrats just trying to find a way to attack Donald Trump, uh, wasting their time, wasting tax dollars in the process. Uh, One of the individuals testifying at this hearing was a man who's thoroughly discredited himself throughout this whole process, Tony Fauci. Fauci, of course, has sadly been able to shape uh, a lot of these various failed policies that we saw in response to the China virus in recent months and places throughout the country. Uh, Fauci, who again, it's been proven that the guy failed. Uh, So much of what the guy said turned out to be horribly wrong. Uh, It it wasn't science. The guy's not actually an expert on this stuff. No, he's just uh, a guy who is power hungry, was glad to accumulate as much influence as possible, and really, at the end of the day, couldn't provide anything more than guesses that turned out to be terrible guesses. Uh, But just like the various authoritarian politicians in the state of Wisconsin, Tony Fauci yesterday saying, no regrets. Uh, He has has no regrets uh, about the way he's acted in recent months. Why would he? Because, again, he doesn't care about the well-being of the United States. He doesn't care about you. He doesn't care about your rights. He doesn't care about your nation's economy. All he cares about is that he was able to accumulate all of this influence, that he became more famous than ever. That's all that Fauci cared about. So he has no regrets. He loved it. He's he's trying desperately to cling on to his influence by any means necessary. Don't let him. He doesn't get to decide if there's football this fall or not. Uh, But yesterday, Fauci at this Democrat-run hearing, he was so willing to to, to go throwing President Trump under the bus and and pushing back on President Trump. Of course, President Trump rightfully... Uh, announced in recent weeks that we would no longer be funding the disgraced World Health Organization going forward because the WHO and its leaders failed miserably during the China virus response, just as Fauci did. Giving faulty medical advice, parroting Chinese Communist Party propaganda, attacking the United States for no good reason. But what does Fauci say? Oh, well, I still have a lot of respect for the WHO, and I want to keep working with the WHO. Well, you know what? That's not your decision to make, Tony Fauci. You're not the president. Donald Trump, like it or not, is the duly elected president. He gets to make these decisions. If you want to make those decisions, run for president yourself. But until then, no, you do not get to make those decisions. Fauci, I mean, so willing to go at attacking the president or, or trying to you know, downplay the president anyway. You had a, a Democrat congressman, Paul Tonko of New York, asking Fauci if he directly recommended that Donald Trump wear a mask during the pandemic. And Fauci distanced, oh, no, no, I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell him not to wear a mask. I've been a good boy. I've been wearing my mask. I'm Tony Fauci. But, oh, Trump not wearing a mask? Oh, that's no, I, I had nothing to do with that. That's terrible that he's not... Donald Trump is a law-abiding U.S. citizen. Donald Trump has a a, a right to make decisions like this on his own. If he wants to wear a mask, he can wear a mask. If he does not want to wear a mask, he does not have to wear a mask. But, of course, you have people like Tony Fauci, who wants influence over everyone in this country's lives, 
and these Democrat congressmen who hate Trump, uh, who don't believe that he does deserve to have his most basic freedoms as a law-abiding U.S. citizen, and they go attacking him for his own personal decisions, acting like it's the worst thing in the world when, in reality, who cares? It's Trump's call, just like everyone can make that call for themselves. You had another Democrat Congress member, uh, Anna Issue of California, having the audacity to ask out loud, well, how is it that this virus got to be politicized in the United States? Gee, I don't know, because so many elites in your party insisted on politicizing this just to, again, as was mentioned a few minutes ago, try and hurt Donald Trump in an election year, uh, to try and act out authoritarian desires. Uh, Maybe that's how it got politicized. Democrat member of Congress who clearly knew the answer, but wouldn't admit it out loud. But as was noted a minute ago, yeah, Fauci, he was willing to go attacking Trump and making Trump out to be this awful guy for not wearing a mask. Uh, But when it came to a Republican congressman asking Fauci if he thought that the president was being treated fairly by the press during this China virus episode, which clearly he was not, as he's not been treated fairly by the mainstream media since day one of his presidency. At that point, Fauci said, oh, no, I'm not willing to answer that. I, I, I can't say. Because, again, for Fauci, he's yet another elite. He's yet another swamp dweller who just wants to ruin Donald Trump. That's all the guy is. And again, he should never be trusted going forward because during this whole China virus response, he's not been an expert. No, he's been a guy making bad guesses who sadly has gotten way too much influence. Fortunately, Trump was finally the guy to sideline him. Also, there's there, there's this feigned outrage from the fake news media about this comment Trump made the other day about testing for the virus in this country. Trump had simply said, well, things would look better in this country if we did less testing. And He's right. The numbers would look better because if you have less testing, obviously there'll be less negative tests, also less positive tests. But Trump had noted he didn't direct anyone to actually implement a plan of less testing. He just said, no, simply that things would look better numbers wise if we did less testing. Just saying, hey, look, we do more testing than all these other countries. That's why we have so many more cases reported in these other countries. And the media is pretending it's the worst thing in the world, showing that all they care about, these folks in the fake news media, is trying to destroy Donald Trump. Save 59.